0: Good morning everybody. Good to see you this morning. We would normally have our video announcements in this segment, which is why you're all thinking, what's happening? I don't understand. Why is this different? Uh, But we've got lots of different stuff going on this morning. So Steve Peach is my name. If you don't know me, I'm the ministry team leader here. Special welcome to you. If you're visiting with us, it's our Volunteer Appreciation Sunday. Hey, it's our Volunteer Appreciation Sunday. How good's that? We are so excited today uh, because we just give a lot of thankfulness towards what it looks like to serve as a community together. So if you're visiting today, you've come on the right day because we have a special morning tea. Uh, We put this on for our volunteers. It's all filled with all sorts of good stuff. If you volunteer anywhere, uh, at anything... We want you to participate in our morning tea after the service. And so if you've been asked to pick up your towel at home and you you did that, then welcome. It's great to have you as a part of today. Um, And can I just have a special mention? Um, Ben and Chantel Fair are with us this morning. They're here on holidays. They're with their three kids. They are part of the ministry team at Door of Hope. Church uh, Church of Christ in Launceston in Tasmania, visiting with us. Great to have you guys here. Um, I didn't ask Ben if I could do that. Uh, if I had, have, he would have said no, and so I'll ask him after and uh, just see how that goes. Hey, uh, Volunteer Appreciation Sunday. Hey, as a church, we're about following Jesus' transforming lives. That's what we're on about. That's our focus as a church. You think about us as people who follow Jesus. We're learners. We're, we're learning from Jesus, disciples of Jesus. And we are redeemed. We're changed. God has done things in us, redeemed us from a life that is separated from God uh, and now is connected with him. And we follow, worship and serve the Lord Jesus. That's who we are. We're following Jesus. And not only that, transforming lives. Actually, Jesus is transforming yours and my life. As we make ourselves available to him, we lay down our history and the things that we used to hold dear or that used to occupy our minds or used to be our focus. As we lay that before him, he changes us, transforms us. And he turns us into to look more like him. You reflect more of Jesus the longer you walk closely with him. But not only that, not only is he transforming us, he uses us to transform others, to engage other people. A community around us, uh, people overseas in far-flung areas, uh, using us as a part of his system, his plan to bring redemption to humanity, partnering, you choosing us to partner with him, to transform others. That's what we're about, following Jesus, transforming lives. So let let me read a couple of verses to you. This comes out of Philippians uh, chapter one. This is the apostle Paul speaking to the church at Philippi that he planted himself and he loves these people. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and the deacons, the leaders of that community, grace and peace to you from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he goes on to say this, I thank God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy, Because of your partnership with the gospel from the very first day, there's no very in there, that was me, I added that, from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I love that start that Paul has in this passage. I love the posture from Paul. Thanking God for the leadership and for the people at the church at Philippi, praying with joy as he shares in the mission, as they share in the mission with him. And I think about our church here, and there are times when the prayer for me is not filled with joy. It's frustration or it's a roadblock or it's tiredness. But when I think about the the way we serve together as a community, absolutely it is filled with joy. With joy. I think about this church here. I've been working here since 2003, a long time. It's close to 300 volunteers who serve as a part of our church at the moment, 430 odd serving opportunities every month. And the sense of us working together to serve Jesus, to grow in Him, to see Jesus transform you and I as a part of that journey and to partner the opportunity for us to partner with him to tell that story brings me joy it's amazing it's so good and that's what today is about today's a special day because it's our volunteer appreciation sunday now we discuss this as a a staff team every year and we come up with all sorts of new and creative ideas about how to do this Uh, most of them are quite costly Uh, And so they they get wound back a little bit, lots of ideas and energy in it. But there's no volunteer in our organisation demanding appreciation or a Sunday, right? But it's our heart as a staff and as a leadership, uh, our governance team to say thank you for all that that our volunteers do. And so one of the things we came up with this year is... uh, just today, doing a morning tea and a, a supper tonight after after dinner, sponsored by uh, someone in military service, the colonel, actually, uh, he's going <laughs> to handle the food tonight. The colonel, and so um, anyway, come out for that. Uh, but the posture is: we we we, we want to thank you. But the staff, the pushback I get all the time is hey, we're going to do something with our own team as well as whatever we do on this day because our staff team love to appreciate their specific team. Uh, so Adam Weathered, for example, uh, oversees our technical team. All of the, the video, the sound and tech aspects... Um, And he wants to appreciate his team on top of whatever we do today. Every staff member comes and does that uh, towards the end of the year anyway. And so today is a general thank you for all of our volunteers. Community's hard. Unity needs to be worked on all the time. But when we get it right at some level, serving together is a massive blessing. Now last week when we talked about the goodness of God in community, you will recall that I highlighted just a few ministries. We couldn't talk about them all, could we? There's lots of things that go on in the life of our church and today, as a part of our service, we have some videos recorded of people talking about why they serve. We're going to do a couple of interviews here on the platform, but you'll be happy to know we're not interviewing every volunteer. Not everyone, just a few. So it's not covering every aspect of what we do. Adam Weather, who I just mentioned before, uh, filmed all of the people that are on the video. Everything you see that comes up on this screen goes through Adam's office at some point. Uh, lots of those people were very, very helpful. All of them, not lots. no no 100% of them were very helpful and said what they needed to say right but every one of them also required editing and uh, just sort of managing that process and so very special thank you to Adam he's part-time on our staff but he gives a lot of time and energy into our church here so are you ready excited (laughs) that's good so I'm going to pray first and then we're going to watch a couple of videos and hear from some people in our church about what it's like to serve and why they serve as a part of Southport let me pray now father we just uh, come before you now uh, with grateful hearts lord I give thanks with joy in my heart for those that serve as a part of this community they serve because they love you because you are changing them and because they want to be part of what you're doing around them. You have gifted us, you have empowered us, you have given us resources and we're grateful that this community of people use those uh, gifts and resources to serve the kingdom. And as we celebrate that today, Lord, give us hearts that are inspired to to see what you're doing in our midst, to contribute and participate uh, and to be part of the team we commit ourselves to that end in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn your attention to the screens.
1: Uh, hi, Ed Lambie is my name, uh, me and my wife Elaine, both serve in the courtyard.
2: My name's Jan, I serve in the courtyard. I've been doing it for a couple of years now and in that time I've just seen God's hand so many, in so many ways.
1: Each Monday morning we prepare and specifically pray that the Holy Spirit is uh, present with us and uh, there's opportunity for sharing. There's many people coming with the needs of the world.
2: Expenses are getting higher and higher. They come here, they know they're going to have their needs met physically and also their needs met emotionally and we hope they feel God's presence here as well.
1: The team is very much focused on that and that's what our prayer is, that uh, the Holy Spirit will be guiding and leading all the way through that morning.
2: From making our food go the extra way, we've had a couple of loaves and fishes moments when we haven't had any food come in or a very small amount and we've had a 100 people and somehow it's been enough. It's just been wonderful to see God working in this.
1: Very much hands and feet and it's something for us that brings us much closer in our walk with God.
2: And also bringing people
1: into the church who would never normally come to a church. They come to us and uh, that's a blessing.
2: They come, they feel comfortable, they feel loved, which is our expression of God's love to us, passed on to them.
3: My name is Susan Whitteson. I'm serving for the Southport Church of Christ. My name's Joanne Eddy. I serve in the Op Shop. My journey began here at the beginning of the year. Um, There was a little bit of time where I lost faith in my religion. Um, I did a bit of research and found that I thought that Southport um, Church of Christ would be the place for me. It has
4: been a huge blessing to volunteer in the op shop. I feel more than ever a part of this wonderful church community. Being involved in the op shop um, that becomes a bit of a life group, a bit of a sharing, a bit of a support group, etc.
3: All the volunteers. We work as a team. Steve and Sandy are fantastic to work for. And it's just I'm just blessed to have that opportunity to give back into the community.
4: I see us as a bridge uh, to the outside community and all that Southport Church of Christ has to offer in its services and pastoring, etc.
3: You know it's important to have that listening ear for those people and just listening to those people makes a huge difference and seeing those regular customers coming back for a chat is just wonderful for me.
4: Everybody has skills, everybody has strengths and giftings and the op shop is the kind of place that can use the whole diversity of
3: those and is the better for that. It helps me to be part of the church knowing that I can contribute to helping others in the community. I love hearing the stories, especially in the um, op shop when people come through and customers come through, they actually tell me their stories and we have had some beautiful stories,
4: very touching stories of people who have come into the op shop and then connected in a deeper way. The work is pretty busy but we go home what I call happy tired Um, but come give it a go because we need you and yeah there's a there's a role for nearly everybody.
0: It's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you, Jan and Ed, and Sue and Joe. Uh, I loved a couple of those statements there. Uh, seeing God's hand in so many ways, uh, said Jan about the courtyard. Uh, praying for opportunities. Uh, the team is focused on that, said Ed. Brings us closer in our walk with God. You know, if you don't know what the uh, the courtyard is about, uh, it's actually a part of our church. We offer on a Monday morning. some groceries, packs of groceries that we draw from all over the place uh, to people who are struggling, maybe the cost of living pressures, maybe there are challenges at home, they're not employed, Uh, all sorts of challenges bring people in. Pre-COVID we were 30, 35 people, uh, well over 100 now coming on a Monday and the posture is not just to give you some bags of food and send you on your way, it's actually about sitting and having a cup of tea and Uh, providing some relational engagement for uh, sometimes pretty lonely people Uh, and it's been an outstanding ministry. There's good 17, 18 people serving on that team, it's hard work um, but we're seeing God do amazing things. Um, Really appreciate our Uh, Jan and Ed who both were semi-reluctant I'd say to participate in the camera aspect um, but they love to serve God uh, and serve this community so thank you very much. We went on the second video Sue and Joe talking about the opportunities that exist in the op shop. The op shop's a busy place uh, Stephen, Sandy Wiggins along with Joe Bardsley, uh, our staff team that oversee that all part-time uh, and then a big team of volunteers and lots and lots of people come through our op shop. Similar kind of demographic and the opportunity is there to hear their story, understand and listen uh, to the challenges that they face, um, reflect Christ's love to them. I love that statement from Sue, feel blessed to have an opportunity to give back. It's a huge blessing to volunteer uh, and, and I really appreciate it. I don't know how many of you uh, talked to Joanne Eddy. She's been around our church a long time uh, but she is infectious in her energy and her enthusiasm uh, and that sense of saying, hey, I, I, I love the fact that this draws me into, I feel more engaged in the community as I serve in this way. Happy, tired, that's good. Good to go home, happy, tired. I've achieved something, I've done something, I've served people. It's been meaningful, very positive. Um, It's a great picture. Uh, The Apostle Paul says this in Ephesians 2. We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We talked about this last week. All of us who follow Jesus... Um, have been blessed with a gift or a talent, something that you can use to serve the kingdom. Not just a practical skill, but something that will engage in an eternal perspective. Uh, We all have that. And God has not only gifted us with that, he's given us a pathway to use that. He's prepared works of service for us to do in advance. And as Henry highlighted to us before, the church is his bride. It's plan A. There's no plan B. This is plan A. It's the only plan. God chooses you and I to partner with him to serve, to bring his love to the community around us. And he's prepared things for us to do. And those guys and girls that were just talking gave us that picture. We're a part of God's sovereign redemptive plan for humanity. This is what the Apostle Paul said uh, in 2 Corinthians. Uh, he's talking about this plan. Uh, we are the deployed temple, the vehicle that God uses, adopted sons and daughters, ambassadors of Christ, right? As though God was making his appeal to other people through us. That's amazing. And so, when we do the work of the op shop and the courtyard and various other community facing ministries that we have here as a church, we are meeting a felt need, engaging a challenge that a person faces in the moment. But we're bringing Christ with us. And it's as though Christ would make his appeal to that person through you and I. That's amazing to be a part of, it grows your faith. You'll feel inspired like you've done something meaningful for the kingdom. Outstanding. Video number three and four. Let's have a look at these.
5: I'm Lynn Violi and I'm working in the English Corner. My name is Becky. I am part of the multicultural ministry in our church. Being part of a group. Um, helps you get to know a few people Um, and so on Sunday morning there are a few people that you can that you recognize and you can smile at and you can have a little conversation with and it just makes you feel that you belong I am happy when I serve others coming like Jesus it is another way to express my love of God I know that it makes a difference. Um, when you get to know somebody and they know that you care about them, it makes them feel welcomed and accepted. And um, and particularly people who are um, coming to Australia from another country, they're often without their support networks. And um, it's just a welcome for them, just making them feel that Aussies really care about them. Yeah. This helps build up between Western culture and other cultures. So I strive to build to this unity, that our church may truly become one body. Um, Lots of good things. I've seen people come to faith, not through my efforts, but through others. colleagues that I work with um, get to know each other better and pray for each other and really care about each other and um, and our students really feel as if they belong and and they're cared for. I'm not really a people person um, but I'm passionate about language and in helping people acquire uh, new language skills or better language skills Um, the conversations that we have we get to know them better and in getting to know them better you get to care about them and show them that you care about them and I think that's being Jesus to them.
6: Hi, uh, my name is Olivia and I am serving in Easy English at the University. My name is Bianca. I serve as part of the university team over at The Village. I believe God put it on my heart. Um, yeah, I have a passion and a love for the international um, space and international people. Um, so yeah.
7: I serve because I feel that serving is an opportunity for us to action uh, our faith and the transformation that's happened within us. Serving in Easy English uh, has helped me
6: in my walk with Jesus uh, because it's given me another opportunity to trust in Him, uh, something to hope for and something um, to expect and have expectation in God uh, working and moving.
7: um. As Bruce Murray says, it helps us see people as souls worth redeeming. Um, Matthew 5 talks about being a light um, that shines to others. What good is it for us to keep the message and truth of the gospel within these four walls right here um, when we have such an incredible opportunity to open the doors and to be the church outside of this building um, to the community around us. Being a part of a ministry um,
6: in the church as well, I get to be a part of the bigger picture. God is a part of the Easy English ministry uh, because He loves the people that are in it. Uh, All He requires of us really in this ministry is to show up and to be available. We get to have these small moments of interactions with the students but he's um, he's got the bigger plan.
7: Um, and just the way that he's allowed us to be there even during COVID um, other people weren't allowed to go into the village but they welcomed us with open arms and the opportunities that they provide us with to feed the students but also giving us um, access to other areas or if we want to run different church activities is incredible and that's all because of yeah, God's favour and His faithfulness in that ministry. So we continue to show up until the time when He says not to anymore.
0: <laughs> really good. We, uh, as a church, we're here on One Griffith Way. We're right next door to Griffith University. That's our immediate neighbour. Just under 20,000 students at Griffith Uni, and just over 50% of those are from overseas. And so. The opportunity that that affords us as immediate neighbours is substantial. English Corner is a community-facing ministry uh, that operates here at the church and then the uni ministry uh, headed by Adam Penman, our young adults pastor, operates primarily in the university itself. Uh, we do a whole range of things and the international village where there's a lot of residents uh, from overseas is the closest part of the uni to us, which is just 300 metres down uh, Griffith Way there. And so those uh, ladies give us the opportunity to understand how those ministries work. I really loved Lynn uh, talking about just her heart for uh, English Corner, helping us Understand that people need to feel accepted and welcome in an environment. That's so important. And as a person who describes herself as not really a people person, she's doing a fantastic job engaging with people. Great to hear from Becky, uh, who English is not uh, her first language. She's new to our scene, but loves serving as a part of our community. She feels like this is home. She's come to faith and this is her community. And so she serves as a part of that. So good, really good. And then Olivia and Bianca talking about the, the university ministry in a broader sense. Um, serving uh, is an action of our faith. It's our faith in action. Reflects the transformation that's taken place. Helps me in my walk. Um, Uh, Olivia was talking about trusting in him, Jesus, creates expectation that God is working, he's doing something. And I'm a part of it. So good to hear that from our younger people as they are talking about their faith journey. Really, really good. In Romans uh, chapter 10, the Apostle Paul is talking about salvation. Salvation. And what it means for people to know Jesus. All of the ministries you've seen on the screen so far have all had people come to faith as a part of that activation of ministry. And in Romans 10, Paul is talking about how salvation is now available to everyone. It's not just a lineage picture. picture. It's not just for Jewish people. It's open to everyone, the Gentiles, everybody else. Amazing picture. And then he gets to verses uh, 14 and 15. They'll come up on the screen. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news." I love that phrase, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Such a great image. Someone turns up to the courtyard or the op shop. They're looking for some food or a meal or maybe a shirt or a jacket. Someone turns up to English Corner or the Uni Barbecue. They're looking to improve their language skills in this foreign country which they find themselves or they're looking for some company as they go through the rigours of university. But they find Jesus. They find a community who cares, who loves them. They find a saviour. They have a felt need that is met which is attached to an eternal destiny change. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. That's why we do what we do here at Southport. We want to help people in their moment, the challenge that they're facing right now, whether it be a meal or their marriage might be in trouble. They want to see our counsellor or our psychologist. They've lost someone. They need connection. They need some companionship. Whatever the felt need is, we want to engage with that. But we also want to bring the story of Jesus. That's what we're about. Let's have a chat to a couple of people live. Let's get some live people, some living people. Not that those ones weren't, but, okay, four-dimensional. Sarah Williams, can you make Sarah feel welcome as she comes down the front here now? Here she comes, Sarah. Very exciting. This is Sarah Williams married to the lovely Steve. Which is an excellent name. <laughs> Sarah, tell us um, whereabouts do you serve? What area of the church do you serve in?
8: Uh, I've been serving in the play group on a Thursday morning for about two years. Yep. Um, and then I've, in the last year, I started helping with Explorers, which is the children's ministry for seven to nine year olds. And in the last year, I started doing the youth group dinner once a term with a lady I met at. The play group.
0: Yeah, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. And you, you haven't been around church a long time. You actually came through the play group, is that right, when you had the smaller kids? That's
8: yep. right, about four years ago. Yep. I was in the play group, and Alison Bardsley came up to me and asked me if I'd like to come to the play group, and I said yes, and I was a bit curious about what the church looked like on the inside, so as we walked through, that was really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and so that that journey sort of unfolded over time, Mm. then uh, you you came to faith, Pip was a big part of that story, and we we remember your baptism here, Mm. Uh, very exciting, and you've been around the church for a couple of years. Um, Then Alison's pulling back from Playgroup, and there's an opportunity for you to kind of participate. Yes. What's that like? Did you love that idea?
8: No. Um (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember being in here whenever we were asked to volunteer, I ashamedly now was probably one of those people who was like, I'll shrink back a little bit, I don't want you to pick me. Um, No, Alison was just discussing it and I kind of, she wasn't even letting me know she was finishing up but I just got the feeling, I went, oh, are you going to be stopping soon? She said yes and I didn't know it at the time but it was sort of like I felt God's hand on me going just ask her, just ask her, would you you like me to maybe do it?
0: Yes, please. (laughs)
8: Um, But I've been supported the whole time through any ministry here, so it wasn't like I was just thrown in the deep end. Alison, for way longer than she probably would have liked, really helped me out to kind of um, show me the ropes in that.
0: And so how has that experience been? Is it, uh, you were nervous and fearful as you were coming into that, and Uh, Semi-reluctant, but what's it been like? Has it been helpful? Has it been good?
8: Yeah. um, To start with, I think it was just the self-doubt, thinking, oh, what can I bring to this? I don't have any training in that area of teaching or anything like that. I mean, there is a mother for every child, so that's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Lord has changed my heart in that area to something of going, oh, I don't know if I can, and giving me the confidence to go up to... Um, strangers in the playground and let them know about the playgroup. Give me the confidence to be up here right now, for instance, (laughs) just because I know that he has my back. It doesn't matter if I say the wrong thing. Um, Yeah, and I've just... It's been a blessing to be able to uh, introduce the women through the playground to the playgroup because I know that there's the possibility always that they may have the same um, heart as me that is curious and this is a way into the church mm. um, we've got the light party coming up too so that's been something I've been inviting people to yeah. but yeah it's changed me in the sense that now I really don't have any issue going up to strangers and inviting them in it's um, mm. yeah he's really changed my heart in that way
0: that's great I uh, so Pip talked to you before this um, and so she gave you a handful of questions I've, I've only got a couple more that we That's haven't okay. prepared, 11 more actually. Um, <laughs> no, no, just it's just one more. How, how has this process of serving helped your own faith journey? Has it impacted that?
8: Uh, very much so. I It has really made me feel like I belong, mm. that I'm part of this community in a way that I didn't know was possible. Um, it became even stronger once I said yes to Explorers. As I said, I was someone who used to shrink back when they talked about volunteering. but they never sort of point you out and go, hey, you, I want you to <laughs> volunteer, which is something I was grateful back then. But a little while later, I remember sitting next to my husband, and they were talking about volunteering like they are today. And I got very excited. I'd been doing the playgroup for a while, and I thought, oh, maybe maybe I could do the children's ministry now. Yeah. And so I put my hand up, and they asked me to do the explorers group, and... Yeah, each week, um, I was quite scared the first time I went, but there is just so much support. There's always three or four other people volunteering in there. And, you know, you get to see that you make a difference. It's little things like the seven- to eight-year-old girls coming up to me afterwards out here and just coming and giving me the biggest cuddle. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, this this matters. This makes a difference to them.
0: It's good. Really good. Thank you so much, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Why don't you thank Sarah? Thank you. We're so grateful for Sarah and Steve. She does a fantastic job in our kids' ministry and in other aspects. Look at another, another live person, Norm Gray. Why don't you make Norm feel welcome? Norm is a part of our, uh, our worship team, married to Delma. They've got a bunch of kids bunch of grandkids now as well. That's exciting. Norm, just come forward a little bit. That's good. Fantastic. Tell me, um, just uh, tell us a bit of your background. How long have you been at Southport for?
9: Um, uh, Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks for asking that. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm a 62-year-old grandfather. Um, I was was blessed, almost a little bit embarrassing, really, my story, a little bit straightforward, but... uh, I was blessed to be born into a, uh, a Christian family, uh, a, a mum and dad who are believers, uh, who actually did some serving in this church as well, but uh, I moved with them uh, to the Gold Coast in 1970. I was nine years old, uh, which means I've been coming, if you do the maths, that's 54 years, I think. Wow.
0: Wow. Amazing. amazing. So So you started coming to this church when you were nine. Yeah. And you've been here ever since. That's amazing. Yeah,
9: and... Um, it's not like uh, when I was nine, I said, oh, I'm going to come stay here for the next 50 years. But uh, <laughs> it's funny how life works like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's how it's worked out. Yeah, still here.
0: And so you and Delma have, um, you're married, obviously. You weren't yep. married at nine. You got married later. You brought up, you had four kids. Yep. And you've done a lot of fostering work over the years as a family. But you brought all your kids up at this church. Yep. Uh, what, so. How do you serve? What's your, what are your gifts? How do you participate? Um, Well, like uh,
9: like I said, I I went to Sunday school here, I accepted the Lord, I was baptised, I went to youth group, I met my beautiful wife, Delma, at youth group, Uh, and now married 41 years, and uh, yeah, we've brought our kids up here, and now our grandkids, they're all still connected, but what was the question?
0: Uh, (laughs) How (laughs) how do you serve? In what areas Um, do you serve?
9: uh, Um predominantly uh, over the time it has been in the worship music, Um, I was actually uh, invited to play the piano when I was 12, Um, they had a youth band every month and uh, someone said oh little Normie Gray he's doing piano (laughs) lessons so uh, let's um, give give him the music a month before to learn and yeah I've been doing that and uh, that's predominantly that's that's been uh, my journey, yeah. myself. But yes, then uh, w- with 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 uh, with Delma, there's a number of people which I was going to say um, over the years yes. uh, in regards to serving. Uh, there's been people that have have served, have built into my life, which is probably why I'm still here. As as a young guy at Sunday School at youth, um, and even my own wife, she's been a, a big influence on me and. Uh, bringing up our kids and then also getting into foster care. That's, that's yeah. been a big part of our life over the last um,
0: 15 or so years. And so that process of volunteering has is, is kind of got two pictures to it for you because there are so many people who've served here throughout the years of you as you've come through uh, various aspects of church which have been really important for you um and we were talking about that just before the service you just mentioned it then which is outstanding it's such a a blessing of being around a place like this for so long is that you've been ministered to by so many different people um so we've got this picture on the screen you predominantly serve in in uh, worship ministry yeah. now yeah. and we'll, we'll land with the old boys gospel band but you took this oh, picture yeah. the other day yeah. um i took i took Tell this picture
9: it. three weeks ago um because I knew that this was coming. Steve had, had said that, you know, would you like to be interviewed? And I'm thinking about people serving. And with, with, the, uh, with this church service this morning, it didn't, you know, you might have turned up at nine o'clock and it's, it's all here ready to go. But there are people here from like 6.30 in the morning. Uh, you know, out in the foyer is a hive of activity. There's people buttering pink bun and, and getting all that ready for us and and the the worship team meets in here and uh it's actually my favorite bit because we come in here and and part of me being like a little bit older now i get to get to meet these younger people in the church i get to see their heart you know this morning cadence directing us we've been through all the the worship songs already this morning and it's it's like a little worship time without anyone here and this is what it looks like at seven o'clock in the morning i took this yeah, a few weeks ago, there's Daisha there and Harry. I know their names because um, yeah, I've got to meet and work with them. But up the back, uh, behind those computer screens, I think it's Cathy Smith. You can't see it, if we could zoom in. But Cathy Smith's in there getting ready with the uh, whatever she's doing there, the online thing ready. And then there's a uh, Rowan, he's over there sitting at the table, I think he's having breakfast. But he's getting ready to man a camera. There should be another guy in that sound box, Dan Bardsley. And uh, he, he should be there getting ready the sound. But he's over on the right there. He's got a vacuum cleaner. And that's the sort of thing uh, that just, I love that, that just touches me. His job is to do that. He saw a bit of a mess. Maybe Rowan's dropped some crumbs, I don't know. But
1: uh, <laughs> uh,
9: he's grabbed a vacuum. That's not his job. Alex get alex here but uh (laughs) dan's grabbed a vacuum and he's doing that and uh um yeah just that's something i just love seeing people's heart that when you see that it becomes real it's it's not just um yeah Yeah. just not good works yeah
0: no i really appreciate you sharing that we only talked about that this morning and just that sense of um it actually reflects the heart of this community uh, it's not about the lights, it's not about being, people being affirmed, it's not even about uh, Volunteer Appreciation Sunday. It's, it's so well captured in that shot there. Dan's got a different role, uh, but he's just quietly serving uh, because it's going to help the community. So we really appreciate it. Hey, just tell us really quickly before you go, um, uh, the uh, Old Boys Gospel Band, because you play as a part of the Old Boys Gospel Band. You go into prisons to bring music, uh, into prison environments, men and women, uh, and you tell the story of the gospel, just, um, why do you do that? Um, uh, well, uh, I really,
9: um, thanks for putting me on the spot. Yeah,
0: I hadn't, we hadn't prepared um, that
9: one. <laughs> uh, something that Bianca said on screen before, I, that really, that touched me, which is actually the story of my life. It says, she just said, we just got to show up. Mm. And, um, uh with the old boys gospel band um uh there's a verse uh actually in proverbs it says a man makes plans but the lord directs his steps and uh pretty much um i was just asked to be in this band and i thought yeah i'll be in a band and then uh then they said oh we're gonna go into prisons and i thought yeah well okay i'll (laughs) say yes to that i'll show up and uh um, really yeah the Lord has just um, taken us it's been over the last 15 years COVID has put a stop to it but why do I do it um, it's well it's a calling and um, it's just an amazing door that was opened and mm. just um, yeah they're uh, they they're they're people a lot a lot of people in prison uh, are just like They don't don't look much different to any of you, really. (laughs) Um, But but it could could be any of us. They could make a mistake. They uh, end up in prison. There's Pete, our (laughs) band leader. You should be saying this.
0: (laughs) Norm, Um, we we really appreciate you sharing some of your story around volunteering. We love the old boys gospel band. We love your story and its heritage. And why don't we thank Norm? Really good. Thanks, mate. Really good. hey thank you so much to norm and sarah it's not something they feel comfortable doing but we we did that because we want you all to have an insight of as to probably your own story why you volunteer you don't want to be up here talking about it um, but you serve god because you love jesus Um, let's have a look at another video
6: that I cannot earn God's love because it's freely given to me by His grace. And not only do I need love and mercy from God, but the others around me need it from
0: me. There was um, anger, resentment, anxiety, depression at times.
5: I was broken right down at one point, suffering crippling anxiety. Uh, It was painful and uncomfortable, um, but God built me back up.
8: Um, but it's probably, probably
7: a true reflection of my Christian walk, a reluctance to go deeper.
4: I have had a lot of change in my life. My birth dad left when I was only one years old, and we moved to Australia when I was two. But one thing that m- made me stronger is knowing that God never changes and always loves you. The first time I went to youth camp last year, Zane shared his testimony. I couldn't believe the ways God worked in his life. And at that moment in the afternoon devotions, they asked,
5: put your hand up if you would like to give your life to God. And I did.
1: It was a pastor from Discovery Ministries in Victoria. And the Lord said to me, I've got you. And he did.
2: My journey to tr- truly know Jesus began two years ago when
1: I was brought into Bianca's life group. Those friends were all I had in addition to my family at this time. I'm forever thankful to them.
7: I've always believed And when I saw the baptisms the other week, I wanted Jesus to come into my life and be with me in my final years.
1: Pastor Don Sisson presented the gospel of Jesus Christ. These past years, I've learned what it means
2: to have an identity in Christ and to cultivate a faith of my own, not just one that I've inherited. Whether I need peace for anxious times, strength spiritually, or even physically, or just general confidence. I can say that with full certainty that He provides these things.
5: Stronger in my faith, stronger in my love and relationship with Him, and stronger in who He created me to be.
6: I've just seen how much He's blessed me and transformed my life, um, even when
7: I wasn't giving Him everything.
6: So why have I got chosen to get baptized today? Simply put, it's because I love God because I believe Jesus died and was
8: resurrected and because he's asked me to.
2: Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Saviour in trust and in faith? On well, this declaration of faith, I now baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit.
0: Oh boy, how, how good is that? How good is that? Just some of our recent baptisms here. Yeah, baptism tells the story of why we do what we do as a church. People saying, hey, the the death and resurrection of Jesus means something to me. It's changed my life. I'm in relationship with my creator now through his son. He's redeemed me. I'm on a journey and I want to tell that story. I want to tell it publicly. That's what baptism is about. It's what we're about about following Jesus, transforming lives. Why do we do what we do? Why do we employ the staff we employ? Why do we have this facility? Why do we run morning teas and dinners and lunches and give food away and counsel people and and serve people in their homes and in the hospital and in the university? Because we're following Jesus and transforming lives, seeing lives transformed. So we want to say today, thank you. Thank you for being a part of that. We're doing it together. Not one person has all the gifts, but we've all got one. And when we serve together, God does amazing things. So thank you. I'm going to pray in just a moment. We're going to spend some time. Caden and the team are going to come back and lead us in a couple of songs, celebration songs. So I'd encourage you uh, to really lift your voices. If you're out of tune, don't worry. It's totally fine. Um, Let's just bring our hearts before God and say thank you for what you do through us, the changes that are taking place in the kingdom. As our service is concluded, uh, we're going to have morning tea in our courtyard area. Uh, it's a little bit different as Bryce identified before. We've got a special morning tea. The staff team will serve you today um, and they'll have the gloves and the tongs and we, we, we just want to bless you for the way we work together as a community. Uh, tea and coffee available as well, something to eat. Um, uh, I'm going to pray in just a moment but up on the screen will come uh, a QR code. Um, maybe you're not participating in serving, okay, uh, maybe your story is told through some that have shared this morning but you're still at that stage where you're saying oh, I don't know what I could do or I don't feel comfortable or, I haven't got much time or I'm not physically able to do a lot or I don't even really like people all that much <laughs> whatever it is there is a role for you to play because you're part of the community and so if that's something you want to follow through and you heard it from others today saying hey this is this has grown my walk with Jesus. I feel like I belong. It's deepening my faith. I'm expecting things of God. If you want that to be your story, hey then, maybe click on the QR code, come and chat to us after the service. We'd love to get you involved. Let me pray, and then Caden and the team will come and lead us as we conclude our service. Father, we are so grateful We are so grateful that you call us, firstly, to know you personally, to give us the opportunity to respond to your eternity changing act of grace, something we didn't deserve, but to have our relationship restored to you. And we thank you that you call us, having equipped us, to serve the community, serve the kingdom as though you're making an appeal through us. Lord, we love you and we want to respond with our our worship now, but also the generosity of our hearts. We want to serve you. We want to see the kingdom grow. We thank you this morning for all of our volunteers who give tirelessly to participate in what you're doing in our midst. We thank you for that opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen.